0: Episode number 143. Welcome to the Getting Unstuck podcast, where you'll laugh, empathize, and learn how to turn your stuck spots into sources for energy and positive change. And now your host, the creator of the Unstuck Method, Shira Gura. Hello, my dear listeners, and thank you for joining me today. And thank you to those of you who shared with me your reactions to last week's episode, which was the eulogy that I gave at the funeral of my late grandmother. I really appreciate hearing all of your heartfelt words. So if you've been a longtime listener of this podcast, you will have heard in many of the past episodes about retreats. I shared about retreats that I led in the past, And I also shared about retreats that I attended, even as recent as episode 141, where I attended a yoga retreat. I even wrote an article in the Huffington Post in 2017 about five reasons that you should go on a solo retreat. So I am a big, big fan and a big proponent of retreats. And I say that for many reasons. First of all, Our lives are so full. For me, it's about balancing working and mothering and maintaining a home and being a good and supportive spouse. My plate is just really full and sometimes I find that I just don't stop to smell the roses. I know that I can, but sometimes I get stuck on anxiety and I believe that I have to get this done and I have to do this and I have to get that done And then I get overwhelmed and I get exhausted. And I think the picture I'm portraying is quite normal. It's probably not much different from what your life looks like. And so one of the reasons I absolutely love to go on retreats is because they kind of help realign me. On retreats, I usually move at a much different pace. And that slower pace gives me time to reflect think about my life, look at what's going on, and who's in my life, and am I being the person that I want to be, and all of that. And so going on a retreat offers me that opportunity to pause that I sometimes forget to take. And going on retreats, they usually fill me up, and they re-energize me in a way that can literally fuel me for like a good six months or even a year. The retreats I go on usually have some sort of learning component to it, whether it's yoga or meditation or anything related to emotional well-being. And even though I've been in this kind of world for over 20 years, I constantly am learning something new, either about this practice or learning something new about myself. And it's that new learning that is so invigorating Even something small, like learning a new breathing exercise, is something that I can and that I do take home with me. And like I said before, it fills me up. It honestly even excites me to the point where I can't wait to wake up in the morning and implement this new practice that I just learned on the retreat and witness the results. Another reason I really enjoy going on retreats is I like to interact with new people I live on a tiny kibbutz in Northern Israel, and most of the people that I know in this country live within 30 footsteps from my house. (laughs) And I'm not even kidding. And even on the retreats that I go on, which are silent, which I really happen to love, there's still interaction with the participants, like during the question and answer periods or during a partner exercise. And by the end of the retreat, Even if it's only a three day retreat, you feel like you've become best friends with many of the people that you've been retreating with. It's actually quite an astonishing experience, especially when in the real world, the only way you typically make friends is by communicating with them verbally. So on retreats, you can have an entirely different experience in relating to people and it's quite profound. And depending on where I am in my life and what I feel like I need, I may take myself on a solo retreat and literally just go away for like two to three days by myself, which I happen to love because I find so much value in that. Or I'll go on an organized retreat where there's a schedule and I don't have to cook for myself and I'm with other people and I'm learning and I'm growing. And of course, I love those kinds of retreats too. And so I wanted to dedicate this episode to encouraging you to consider going on a retreat this year. If you've gone on a retreat before, then I won't really need to persuade you about the value of going on a retreat. But if you haven't, I hope this episode piques your curiosity enough to actually try one out. So I'd like to share with you three upcoming opportunities. The first one is called the Women's Wellness Retreat, and this is taking place Sunday, February 23rd for two nights and three days on the Nachalim Seaside Resort in northern Israel. I am not the organizer of this retreat, but I will be on staff of this retreat this year. This retreat, which was created and run by Devorah Ratner, has been running since 2016. The retreat is actually quite large with over 100 participants and about 12 women on staff who are teachers on the retreat and they offer classes and workshops. The goal of the retreat is, as I mentioned earlier, to offer an opportunity for women to slow down, rest, experience healing and transformation, and specifically for this retreat to enjoy the beautiful coastline, to walk on the beach, be playful and dance, and learn in a plethora amount of workshops and classes from talented teachers who live throughout Israel. I was taking a look at the schedule the other day, and it really looks amazing. It includes aroma yoga. (laughs) Have you ever heard such a thing? And Nia dance, and a sunset hike, and classes on Torah, and African dance, and Qigong, and there's a singing circle, and there's an improvisation class, and nutrition classes, and a writing class, and more. It really honestly looks amazing. So if you live in Israel, and even if you don't, because I know there are participants coming from Europe and America to participate in this retreat, head over to my website, shiragura.com forward slash retreat to get more information on how to enroll, or you can just email me and I'll guide you. As I mentioned, I will be on staff for this retreat, and I will be leading three workshops relating to getting unstuck and getting clear. And during the rest of the time, if I'm not in consultation with a participant, I'm going to be enjoying the many offerings alongside everyone else. So if you sign up, please let me know so that we have the opportunity to meet. So two weeks after that retreat, I am going to be leading my own Living Deliberately retreat in Northern Israel in a community called Sipuri. And this begins Thursday afternoon, March 13th. While the goal of my retreat is very similar to the goal of the retreat I just mentioned, the feel of the retreat will be much different for two main reasons, the number of participants and the silence. So while the Women's Wellness Retreat will be over 100 participants residing in a gorgeous hotel for three days, my retreat has a limit to up to 12 participants. So you can already imagine how different this will feel. The venue for my retreat is not a hotel, but it's rather a large cottage, which they call the castle. And we will be the only people in the cottage during that time. In other words, we won't be sharing space with other groups or families where we are staying. And the other main difference is that my retreats are held almost entirely in silence. Now I have to say before I continue on, when most people hear this, it kind of freaks them out at first. But what amazes me with every retreat is when I send the feedback form at the end of the retreat, It's the silence that comes up as one of the most cherished parts of the retreat. I just went back to one of my documents where I saved the feedback from the past retreat participants. And I just want to share with you a few pieces of feedback. So one woman wrote, The silence gave me a safe, protected space to work on myself and prevented me from using precious energy to engage with others. Another woman wrote, I loved the silence. It provided quiet and energy to focus on myself. A third woman wrote, the silence was refreshing, rejuvenating, and it helped in quieting my mind and reconnecting me to my authentic self. And finally, the retreat was a sacred time for me. Everything about it was new and extraordinary. The silence, the meditations, the yoga, the mindfulness, chanting, hallelujah walk, journaling and art. Thank you for this time, this opportunity, and for the many, many possibilities it has opened in my life. And so you may be thinking, well, what do you do on a retreat if you can't talk? (laughs) Well, my retreats begin with a morning ritual, including meditation and chanting and breath work and yoga, body movement, all of which doesn't require speaking. And then we have a meal, which also doesn't require speaking, in fact, just the opposite, it's an activity that's kind of thirsty for mindfulness. And then we have a morning session, which is something that I typically teach about, or it could be a session on journaling. And then we have time later for a meditative walking experience out in nature. And in the afternoon, there's an opportunity to rest and reflect, journal, walk on your own. There's another group session, and later there's dinner, and then one final session before going to bed. By the way, on my retreats, we go to bed relatively early, like around nine, (laughs) and we wake up early so that we can take advantage of the day. But getting back to the schedule, on some of the group sessions, we do partner work, or we do some coaching in a group session, or we do some sort of activity where we break the silence. So in essence, there is a little bit of speaking on my retreats. But once the activity is over, we go back into silence pretty easily and pretty quickly. To be honest, it's hard for me to really share with you or convince you of the power or the beauty or the value on going on a retreat that is heavily based on silence. It's just something you need to experience on your own. And now that I'm thinking about it, another main difference between my retreat and the first retreat that I mentioned is that there's only really one staff member on my retreat, which is me. (laughs) So aside from my assistant, I am the staff member who leads the sessions and runs the schedule. My retreat begins on a Thursday, so we have the opportunity to experience the retreat over Shabbat, which is observed on my retreats, as well as Kashrut. You can read more testimonials about my past retreats on my website, shiragora.com forward slash retreat. And if you are interested to sign up for this retreat, email me as soon as possible as there are only 12 spots available. So these two retreats are really different in nature, even though many of the activities and the goal of each of the retreats are quite similar both retreats are going to be fantastic. So depending on what you may be looking for is how you may choose which you might want to attend. I am truly grateful for the opportunity to be on staff of the Women's Wellness Retreat. And of course, I'm super excited to be leading my retreat just a couple of weeks later. And finally, the last retreat is one that is not on the calendar yet, but it is one that I would like to create in the future. I will be in the States this summer, as I am every summer, and I would really like to put together a similar kind of retreat for those people who live in the United States. If this is something that you may be interested in, please be in touch with me to let me know. So my dear friends, would you like to consider Gifting yourself a retreat this year. Maybe going on a retreat with me, maybe going on a solo retreat, or maybe going on another entirely different organized retreat. I would love to hear from you and hear what you're planning for yourself. Please feel free to share with me by commenting on this episode on my website, or sharing in the Getting Unstuck tribe group, or sending me a private email. I would love to hear from you. Wishing you a wonderful rest of your week. And as always, I look forward to getting unstuck with you. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Getting Unstuck podcast. For more information on programs, workshops, and retreats, check out our website, www.shiragura.com.